0: right it's uh it's so cool that we get to do life with god like we don't have to do it on our own uh god didn't like set things in place and just like let it go and you know he wasn't like the heck with it whatever but god's like no i'm gonna get down in there i'm gonna do what i gotta do and jesus made a way right you know it would be it would have been real easy for god to just be like whatever Look at the angels be like, "You see what they're doing? Forget them. Let's go start something new." But God didn't do that. He's he said, "No. I've got this." And he made a way. And it's a it's a beautiful thing that we have an amazing savior and that that he made it possible for us to have a restored relationship with God. So, I don't know why you guys, but I just feel this morning that's like a special thing for on my heart of just like Let's just give God a few minutes of just like clapping, cheering him on for who he is. Come on. All right, all right. Well, I wanted to. (laughs) I wanted to tell you guys a story. I, I, uh, I grew up liking to play football. So in eighth grade, I decided that I would go out for the football team. And I was, I was tiny with an emphasis on the whole word, tiny. Uh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't hit my growth spurt, I think, until I was a senior in high school. So I was smaller than everyone on the field. Uh, I remember the first play of practice when the coach is getting us out there. He's like, all right, let's see. Actually, this is like, this. Is, there's not tryouts because I didn't go to a school that was big enough to have eighth grade football tryouts. You know what I mean? So it's like everybody made it, but it's like, what position are you going to play? So he's like, the coach is, you know, what do you want to do? Blah, just talking to me for a minute. He's like, okay, just just stand here. And uh, he's like, you're going to play free safety. I said, what's that he's like just stop them from catching the ball and he was he was quarterback there was no pads nothing but I remember I remember the moment like the person came out and went this way and I had, I had brothers so you know I was familiar with football and so I'm like going back and he goes out and I'm like ah, and I, I, I like tipped the football that the coach threw and he's like looks like we have our new free safety praise the Lord so I ended up playing uh two positions uh, on, on defense, I was free safety, loved it, super awesome, until you have to try to hiss, like, okay, there's a moment, practice, right? Uh, the, the, the offensive line opened up a hole for the running back. And this running back is in my grade. His name his name's Doug. I still remember this moment to this day. Uh, he, he was like a freight train coming through the open hole. and I'm this little tiny dude. And I'm just, I stepped in front, he ran me right over, just completely ran me over. I was like, that was embarrassing. But on, on defense, I was free safety. Well, offense, the coach put me at tight end. I have no idea why. I had absolutely no build of what a tight end should be, but that's the position he decided he must have been desperate. Anyways, uh, I ended up starting every game, offense and defense, the first five, uh, six games of I think it was eight game season. I started offense and defense. Well, the reason I didn't start the next game is what I'm about to tell you. So um, I was I was playing tight end. One of the positions of tight end is when you when there's a punt, you're the end of the line, so you block. And then once the ball's kicked, you're supposed to sweep out to the outside along the, 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 uh, the out-of-bounds line. You sweep out to the outside, making sure no one can go around you on the outside. And then you come back in, and the idea is tackle said person that caught the ball. So we're, we're, uh, we weren't a very good team. But we go, it's, it's fourth down, so we're going to punt. So we get down and uh, you, know, you get down and the, the center hikes the ball to the, to the punter and I take the step back and I'm blocking and then I hear the ball kick. So then you run out and I'm running out along the side. Well, the ball got kicked to the other side, right? And uh, the ball gets caught and the guy starts running. I come up around behind, so I'm behind the guy. There's two of my guys on this guy. And uh, what I should have done is I should have taken and hit them as hard as I could and drove them to the ground, right? But instead of doing that, I kind of go up and I just grab them and I hesitate. I kind of hesitate. I pause. I stopped for a second. Instead of continuing in the play, I paused. And when I paused, they actually came back on me and they landed on this leg and bent this knee the wrong direction. So, yeah. Yeah. Don't don't do that. So I didn't engage in the play. I paused and this knee was broken. I, I fractured uh, the what they call the growth plate. I'm not a real like when it comes to internal parts of the body. I know this is a finger, but I don't know what that thing is. So, <laughs> so I fractured on the inside. There's a piece of cartilage between the two bones. I fractured on the inside big and then on the outside there's a little fracture didn't go all the way through but it 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 fractured that piece uh anyways it's funny I remember the things you remember I remember getting up and the the guy's like see if you could put some weight on it and I went right back to the ground I was like no I can't uh so so anyways uh put me in mom's car we take and we we drive to the hospital and we get in the hospital and it was like it was several months of no weight on it in a brace uh, crutches doing all this stuff and uh, from then on my position on the football team was I went out on my crutches and got the the tee for the kick that was my spot and I was on the side go guys come on How many of you guys know that when you don't engage in the play, when you relax off a little bit, bad things can happen, right? Bad things can happen when we choose to get a little bit lazy or we choose to back off. Today, I want to talk to you guys about remaining in the game, remaining in the game. We need to stay in it till it's done. We need to remain, and we need to remain unmovable. If you've got your Bibles, flip open to Matthew chapter 10. I want to look at Matthew chapter 10, verse 22. And the concept here is we need to make sure that we're taking and being fully engaged in the play that God has us in. And if not, just like I broke my knee if we don't remain fully engaged in the play, just like I broke my physical knee, we can end up with broken bones spiritually in the kingdom if we're not fully engaged. So Matthew chapter 10, verse 22. This is Jesus talking and he says, you will be hated by everyone because of me. Let's just pause there for a second. You will be hated by everyone Because of me. Jesus is like, because you call yourself a Christian and you're choosing to follow me, that's going to ruffle some feathers. How many of you guys can agree with the fact that just calling yourself a Christian can ruffle some other people's feathers at times? Jesus says, you will be hated because of me. But look at what it says. It says, the one, everyone say the one. The one who stands firm to the end will be saved. Men, we need To stand firm until the end. You don't know how many times I've looked back on that moment in football and said, Tim, why didn't you just hit them as hard as you could? Why didn't you just choose to stay in the game and take your momentum and hit them? Because what happened there is, I remember going to the doctor and they looked at my x-ray and we, you know, you get the, the brace on and it was this cool brace that locked my leg out and crutches. But they looked at me and they said, Tim, if that doesn't heal right, your leg won't grow right and you'll end up with one leg several inches. Remember, this is, I was in eighth grade. I was like two feet tall probably at this point. The doctor said, your leg could end up being several inches shorter than the other one if this doesn't heal right. Well, praise the Lord, it ended up healing great. But one of the things that I dealt with for a long time until the Lord healed me in about 2010, uh, no, 2009, one of the things I dealt with was my knee would continually pop out of socket. If I went down like this, and tried to stand up that knee would just pop out of socket and every time that knee would pop out of socket I get that reminder tim why didn't you just stay in the game why didn't you just remain in the game until the end because then you wouldn't be dealing with this man we need to choose to stand firm to the end that word stand firm I looked it up it's a it's the greek word i'm going to try to if there are any Greek scholars in here, I apologize for, for this right now. But "hupo mino. and uh, it's two words, it's, it's two, two words put together. The first word hupo means to remain, or to, sorry, to be underneath something. So it's literally like this idea of being underneath something, and the mino in there means to remain. So it's this idea of remaining under pressure remaining under under pressure years ago pastor daniel right here and myself we used to work out with a couple of the conquer guys and i remember watching these guys bench one of them is greg Molchan, watching him bench years ago it was ridiculous he'd have like 300 and something pounds on this bar he's laying down and he dude sounds like a hydraulic press you know like crazy it was literally like that it was it was ridiculous and I'm over there trying to bench like 135. Like, Lord, save me. Have you, how many of you guys are, are workout guys or have worked out sometime in your life? At that moment when you are got that heavy weight on that bar and it gets down on you and you have the thought of, I don't think I can stand under this weight anymore and every ounce of you just says I want to get out of underneath this weight. I don't want to be here but then you allow yourself to sit in that because that's what builds that's what builds the strength when you're working out. Well, that's the same idea when you're under an immense amount of weight choosing Notice what I said there. choosing to remain under that. That's what this is talking about. In the moment when life is pressuring you, when there might be a quick fix that might seem like it's going to help in the moment, choosing to remain under that, choosing to remain there, choosing to say, I'm going to still do what's right in this moment. I'm going to remain in that. That's what it's talking about. We need as men to choose to stand firm to the end. To stand firm until the end. Can I tell you guys one thing? The only way to remain or to stand firm to the end is to remain in the word of God. To remain in the word of God. Uh, years ago, I was talking with pastor. We had several, several guys talking around a, a small group, of, a table Talking with Pastor Dwayne. And he was talking about a guy, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna use the name, but he was talking about a guy that was on staff here for a long time. And this guy went off staff and then a couple years later just kind of began to pull pull away completely from God, to walk away from the faith. And and Pastor made a comment that came out where this guy said. Uh, was going through a rough time later on in life. And this guy said, for the first time in a long time, I picked up my Bible. Guys, it's easy to fall away from the faith. It's easy to look for a quick fix when we're not spending that consistent time in the word of God. If we want to be able to remain under the pressure we need to remain in the word. We need to to allow ourselves to sit underneath the word of God because then when the pressure of life comes, we'll be able to 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 stand strong. We'll be able to hoop amino. So, uh, growing grass, I I am really bad at grass in my yard. For whatever reason, I will get one spot really you like yeah is that me are you did you drive by my yard no i'm joking with you for some reason i'll get one section good and then all of a sudden i'll start working on another section and while i'm getting this section to be nice that section will die and i'm just like what is going on a lot of times when it comes to grass i focus on what's above the ground because that's what i see but what is the what is above the ground health come from? Where does that come from? What is below the ground? The health above the ground for my grass comes from the roots being healthy that are below the ground. It's sometimes easy to get green grass above the ground, but you have no root base below the ground that can sustain the green grass above the ground. Man, we need to make sure that we're growing our roots strong and healthy in the word. So let's think about this practically. When do you grow healthy roots for grass is during seasons when there's not extremes going on. When it's summer and we haven't had rain for four weeks, my roots are not going to be growing that much. When it's the middle of winter and it's freezing my roots and my grass aren't going to be growing that much. So we take the seasons where it's more average temperatures and where there's consistent moisture in the air and we use those seasons to grow deep roots. Let's think about that. We don't use extreme seasons in our life hoping to go to the word of God to grow healthy roots at that time. When should we be growing healthy roots in those more normal, average moments when there's moisture around? When it's, when it's not an extreme chaos in either direction, it's, it's every day just spending time in the word? Because then when that extreme drought comes, my root base is built up enough to sustain the grass that's above the ground. There's a, there's a tree. It's uh, a bamboo tree. I think this is the right tree. There's a tree because I'm just thinking about this right now. So there's a tree that you put the seed in the ground and that seed will do nothing for years and years and years and years and years. And then all of a sudden one year that thing will grow five feet. And then it'll grow farther than that. And in the next several years, you see a rapid amount of growth because what's been happening is underground, that root system's been building up. Man, that's what we need to do. We need to make sure that what we're doing is we're building up a root system that can sustain us in those moments when we hit and that persecution comes or in those moments where traumatic things happen in our life. We need to have that root system built up. I'm going to give you guys two verses, then we're going to hop into table discussion. Psalm 119.50 says, This is my comfort in my affliction, for your word has made me alive. It's God's word that made me alive. Psalm 119.93, I will never forget your precepts, for with them you have made me alive. It's this idea of God's word is what sustains life for us so that we can walk out who he's called us to be. Amen? Amen. We're going to flip over. I think there's a couple of questions that are popping up on the screen. I want you guys to go in your Bibles to Romans 12, 1 and 2, and we're going to have some conversation out of uh, Romans 12, 1 and 2. Pastor Dwayne the other day said this. He said, God gave us the Bible to change us. God gave us the Bible to change us. I want to look at how do we get into the Bible? How do we allow it to change us? How do we allow it to make an impact in our life? So let's flip over to table discussions. I'll be back up here in about 10 minutes. All right, all right, guys. Well, I apologize. I didn't realize it's 7, right now it's 7.32. Um, I'm going to real quick read Romans 12.2. It says, do not not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Men, we need to allow the word of God, to penetrate deep inside of us, to change us, to impact us. We need to choose to meditate on God's word. Therefore, in those moments when it seems to be chaotic, when we're under that pressure, we can remain. We will not remain by our own strength, men. We will not do it on our own. We need to do it partnering up with God and what He says. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm going to go ahead and pray over us, but I'd encourage you to continue in the discussion if you've got time. Father, I pray over us as men. Lord, let us be your men. Let us not try to do this thing called life on our own, but let us do life with you. Let us dig more and more into your word and understand more who you are. But more importantly, Lord, let us understand more who we are. Lord, we love you. And uh, we praise you and pray all this in the incredible name of Jesus Christ. Amen.